Time now for Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Now, here's your host, Agri-News Director Jim Smalley. Saskatchewan farmers support the federal government's launch of consultations on a national food policy. APAS President Todd Lewis says a national food policy is important for the future of agriculture across the country. Well, it certainly is a new idea, you know, through our work with the Canadian Federation of Agriculture. We've been talking about national food policy and uh, even put some food policy forward, you know, over the last number of years. And uh, so it's uh, good news that the federal government is picking up the ball now. And I don't think they have to reinvent the wheel. There's lots of good ideas out there. And, and uh, I think it's important that it's uh, finally being recognized as an important part of, you know, Canadian policy. Now, they announced four key areas that they want to look at. One, The first key area is increasing access to affordable food. Your, your thoughts there? Certainly, every, everybody likes to have affordable food. I think this speaks a lot toward maybe more some more domestic production on some of the uh, vegetables and, and products like that that are imported currently. You know, we have good domestic product, certainly in Western Canada. You know, our, our food, lentils, you know, the coarse grains, soybeans, those kind of things are all sold on the world market. So, uh, and, uh, you know, they are very affordable, but probably a little bit more in the processing once it, it uh, from the farm gate. It's not where a lot of the expenses afterwards in the processing and so on. So it's important that uh, there's good policies in place that processors are able to do business and are able to provide good quality food at a, at a competitive price. And a second item that they want to look at in the development of food policy is improving the health and food safety. Your comments? Well, I think, uh, you know, CFIA is good to talk about it, but certainly the Canadian Food Inspection Agency is recognized worldwide as one of the leading uh, safety considerations in Canada. CFIA is uh, considered the best in the business and uh, will continue to be considered that way. I think they've uh, done a good job, and so it's good to see some support for, some more support for what's been done in Canada. The third key area is looking at conserving soil, water, and air. A comment there? Well, we sometimes we uh, we've certainly got lots of soil in Saskatchewan. <laughs> it's almost half the arable acres, and water sometimes we have too much and sometimes too little. So I guess a lot of it's just common sense, and I think you know, we've been practicing that long-term in Saskatchewan, and we'll continue to. And finally, they want to grow more high-quality food. In other words, expand production. What are your comments about that? Well, I think everybody's at, that's at the, kind of the base of modern agriculture is more production, and it's not only about production. It's also about good production practices that provide a, a good a return to producers. So I think it's the quality of the Canadian food base, you know, generally is pretty good and has been recognized as being pretty good. So uh, I think it's that's kind of almost a business-as-usual piece of the of, uh, of this process. They've announced an online consultation to help develop a national food policy as well. The federal government plans on holding a major summit in Ottawa, June 22nd and 23rd. Uh, your thoughts on that? Oh, certainly, you know, with our uh, lobbying efforts through the Canadian Federation of Agriculture and ourselves, we'll uh, be participating in uh, in this uh, process and uh, look forward to uh, being able to provide some input. So you like the concept of the whole launching and development of a national food policy? I think it's been a long time coming, and it's something that producer groups have been asking for for a long time, and it's good to see it. I mean, it all, it all kind of ties in. I think a little bit with the federal government's recognition that agriculture is important and it's, it can, you know, it's a big part of the future of this country and I think for the, as an economic driver and uh, also on the uh, social side and, and it's important that we get food policy right in this country. Now on another topic, CN 
workers, there's uh, I think 2,000 workers are talking about a possible strike, or 3,000 workers. What are your thoughts there? Well, any labor disruption is never welcome any time of the year, and certainly, uh, you know, farmers are uh, have still a lot of product to move from last year's crop, and so certainly uh, hoping that for the best that uh, they can nego- get the negotiations done and not have any work stoppage or slowdowns, because, I mean, that's generally for the economy as a whole. Uh, labor problems in the railroad section in the ra- railroad business aren't, aren't good for Canadian business, so hopefully they'll be able to get things ironed out. Would you support back-to-work legislation? Finally, how's seeding going? You farm southeast of Regina near Gray. In our area, you know, we're basically uh, 99% done, I would say. And basically, a general complaint would be we're getting, we're pretty dry. We would welcome some moisture now and settle down the dust and so on. It's another windy day today, and we've had lots of wind here the last two weeks, so a good general rain would be it would be more than welcome. We've had some, there are some early seeded crops that were probably hurt by some frost over uh, the last 10 days or so. Days ago, we had a pretty hard frost, and certainly some of the early canola and so on was affected. So there may even be some reseeding done if we can get some moisture and allow for some reseeding. But to uh, reseed stuff right now, it's been dry enough that guys are just kind of holding off until until we do get some moisture. So seeding was a pretty good run for everybody, and if we can get some rain, we should be off to a good start. Wind hurt any crops? Well, I say it. That wind, especially midweek last week, that was a terrible day last Wednesday. And, you know, I think uh, certainly there's uh, some crops that didn't have a lot of top cover and so on, that the fields blew and so on, and certainly cut some crop off. And it'll recover if we can get some moisture, And but no, generally, it was pretty hard on, on some of the plants. And just the stuff that's coming out of the ground is pretty susceptible to damage, and so there certainly was some damage, and it'll knock, knock some of the crops back, certainly. Todd Lewis Farms at Gray, southeast of Regina, and is president of APAC. A market analyst has a mixed outlook for Saskatchewan farmers. Saskatchewan farmers are expected to plant a record canola acreage this spring, and market analyst Neil Townsend sees some pressure on prices, but he says canola prices would still be relatively good. Our uh, price outlook for canola is, you know, I, I guess it's down year on year, but still relatively healthy. So, you know, we're looking at probably like a central Saskatchewan average price of somewhere around 10.75 to $11 per bushel for the uh, 17-18 marketing year. Now again, that won't be consistent. It's going to be up and down, but that's kind of where we're where we're looking at with our analysis at the moment. And pulse crops, is that price up look downward too? Yeah, the pulse crops have actually shown some uh, relatively, you know, and again, it's uh, not not consistent across all the different pulses. If you're going to go from small greens, large greens to, you know, the yellow peas and the, and the green peas. But I mean, it, it's shown a little bit of resiliency right now. But yes, overall, I mean, our prices are, are expected to be a little bit softer than they were this year. The main factor being just that, you know, major catalyst in the pulse market last year was like India kind of coming off a suboptimal crop and kind of maybe, uh, you know, importing a little bit more and having a bit more urgency to their uh, their food needs. Uh, they had a very successful rabi crop, which they just wrapped up. Townsend says there are some positive factors for wheat prices this year because of reduced world wheat supplies. We've got the protein story in North America and we got kind of global Corn stocks were going to be lower than expected, and wheat stocks also projected lower in the eight major exporters as cumulative. So those are sort of supportive. Now, is it a big jump? 
I don't think we have that yet. We need some form of significant weather failure to kind of push us up to another threshold. But I certainly think that, uh, you know, in terms of um, the downside risk for wheat is somewhat limited. I mean, it would be hard pressed to say that, you know, we're going to trade wheat uh, futures 50 or 60 cents lower for any prolonged uh, period of time. Neil Townsend is a senior market analyst with FarmLink Marketing Solutions. The Market Update on The Source, 620 CKRM. Grain prices were moving down in early trading today. Viterra prices for canola fell $1.80 at $500.50. Oats dropped $1.28 at $170.03. Number one red spring wheat decreased $1.01 at $244.46. The rest were unchanged. Durham, $272.73. Feed barley, $125.03. Flax, $453.96. Yellow peas, $340. Feed wheat, one forty-one ninety-nine. U.S. markets are closed today for the Memorial Day holiday. On Friday, on the Minneapolis Grain Exchange, July wheat was up six and a half cents a bushel at five sixty-eight and three quarters cents a bushel. The livestock reports on the source six twenty CKRM. And now the latest livestock report. Heartland Livestock Market Report. Tony Peacock reporting from the Swift Current Yards. Cow run continues here through the spring. Been abnormally high for the number of cattle moved from January to now. Uh, 500 cattle in the Tuesday sale. The cow market averages $1.08 and change. $1.10 to 15 buying most of the good solid smooth cows. Up to $1.22 for a very high to kill. There is a solid breed back market for the typey typey young kind at $1.20 to $1.35. Two-year-old heiferettes average $1.55, sell as high as $1.65. Lots of young two-year-olds showing up on the market right now. Gill bulls, slaughter bulls, top at $1.39. They average $1.24. As you can imagine, this time of year, lots of variety in the bulls on offer. Uh, The feeder cattle continue to remain in high demand. And pretty much it's looking good. That's the way it is. Cattle country, heartland, swift current. Now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. Ham sold 4,500 hogs Friday, selling in a range of 179 to 181 per CKG. Today's sales are expected to be around 7,000 head, selling in a range of 177 to 179 per CKG. Hog prices for the week ending Friday, May 26th were SIG 3, 176.58, SIG 4, 182.50, SIG 5, 179.54, Cash, 178.04, Britco, 177.75, Thunder Creek, 178.01, and High Life, 181.49. Hams Marketing Cash Hog Price today is down $1.58 per CKG. On Friday, the Canadian dollar was steady with the daily exchange rate at 1.3456. The Canadian dollar is currently trading at 0.7447 cents U.S. Markets are closed in the USA today to observe Memorial Day. Coming up, the farm weather forecast.